Welcome to the Road to Zero podcast. I'm your host, Nick LeBlanc, founder of Network Potential Consulting. We're here to explore the fast-emerging zero-impact economy, which is transforming the way we do business, bringing prosperity, and regenerating the natural world in the process. And I invite you to look at how you can position your business at the forefront of this global movement. Today on the Road to Zero, we're talking to Jonathan Frank, head of clean energy at Van City Community Investment Bank, joining us from Toronto, Ontario. Welcome, Jonathan, and thank you for being with us. It's my pleasure. It's great to be here. All right. And I'd like to hear what got you into the clean tech investment, because I know you've had a long history of kind of playing around in, in clean tech and solar and business. So what, what was your, your, your road to this uh, position? Um, well... It was a part of the industry I always found fascinating and one that I always found to be maybe the biggest sort of mystery. Um, And people always talked about how finance was, was often this, this barrier or this gap in the market. Um, And so I was really interested in learning more about tackling that problem and um, started doing that in detail with CoPower about five years ago. And tell us a bit of, because Van City Community Investment Bank is a bit of a new player that's a national player. So tell us a bit more of how that organization came about and what role you guys are taking on. Van City Community Investment Bank, or VCIB for short, is, as you say, a national bank. We're a Schedule One Canadian bank, and we are a subsidiary of Van City Credit Union. Uh, so folks who are listening in BC probably know Van City quite well. Um, so we are the only Canadian bank that is dedicated to lending to organizations or projects that are having a positive impact on the environment or on the communities they serve. So uh, we are an entirely values-driven bank. We're a member of the Global Alliance for Banking on Values. We're a certified B Corporation. And really everything we do is about the pursuit of positive impact alongside profits. Yeah, so it's a very uh, distinct uh, creature in the banking world, at least the Canadian banking world. Yeah, and we're proud of that. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, I, I bank with uh, Van City, so I, I love Van City, and I love the, that piece of value-driven. It, it makes a big difference. Absolutely. And what do you see as your, your impact on a low-carbon and sustainable future? Well, really, everything we do is about how to drive a uh, a sustainable tomorrow, how to use the tools of finance to create a sustainable tomorrow. So across VCIB, um, in our various lending departments and banking services department, we have that, that mission across everything we do. So our commercial real estate lending team focuses on, uh, on uh, high impact real estate buildings, be that low income housing, arts and culture spaces, heritage buildings, green buildings, community land trusts. Uh, our business lending team focuses on nonprofits and B Corps and uh, impact-oriented businesses, uh, be that clean energy-related or sustainable food or other areas. Um, and then our clean energy lending team, of course, uh, we, we live and breathe clean tech finance every single day, and, and we're trying to find projects that um, that uh, that meet our lending requirements. And in part of that is driving uh, emissions reductions. So. We want to see that every project we are supporting um, does contribute towards a net zero future. Okay. And and how do you mostly do that? Is it mostly really attracting those specific projects that have really that, that big impact type change? 
or are you looking at more traditional projects and really having them go down the road of looking at the values? What, what tends to happen more? For our team, we tend to focus on, um, on clean energy projects. So we have financed projects like solar, wind, hydro, geo exchange, heating and cooling projects, energy efficiency, retrofitting, uh, combined heat and power and uh, energy storage. We're also working on things like electric vehicle uh, fleet conversions and charging. And so we tend to be more on that, um, you know, newer markets that, um, you know, I would argue are, are more traditional, like solar and, and wind and hydro being around for a long time, very well established, but also the more cutting edge elements of it, where perhaps from a commercial lending perspective, it's a bit more novel, things like uh, battery energy storage, um, or things like um, wastewater heat transfer projects. Um, and so these markets we think are, um, at least some of those are more underserved by mainstream finance, and, and that's where we can really have an impact. Um, with that said, um, you know, if a business is looking to, um, and we see this more often in the uh, energy efficiency retrofitting space where a building is looking to reduce the emissions profile of their energy system, uh, we certainly have clients that, that tackle those problems, can come in, can uh, retrofit that building um, and use VCIB financing solutions to help uh, make it the most economic solution possible. Okay. So, so really, the, you're looking just for that clientele that is making major change, not just a run of the mill, same as normal. You're really just going after the other market. And I guess if someone comes in or they're not part of that market, it's, well, okay, are you, do you want to do any energy efficiency? Then maybe we'll look at you. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And then what um, do you find is the rate of return in this type of investment? Because imagine you're not investing in, in oil and gas and some of the more traditional stuff that a lot of the Canadian banks are fairly heavily invested in. So, so what have you noticed as your, your rates of return in, inside that market compared to some of the more traditional stuff? Well, I think for, for the asset owners and the borrowers, the, the rates of return that they're looking for really do vary quite a bit across the sectors. So um, in, in some of the more traditional renewable markets like solar and wind, um, uh, you're seeing uh, expectations uh, compressed over time as those markets mature. In some of the more modern uh, or newer sectors like energy storage, um, and even in some cases like energy efficiency retrofitting, you're seeing very, um, uh, very high returns for those equity owners, um, in part because these solutions really do make a lot of economic sense. If you can cut energy costs through clean energy solutions, you can save a lot of money. And, um, and if you're a service provider into that market, you can, you can generate quite effective um, and appealing returns. From a lending perspective, and, and we are um, providing uh, debt financing solutions, we're most commonly the senior secured lender to a, to a project. Uh, our lending rates are highly competitive to, um, to, to, to the market, uh, more broadly speaking. And we're always looking for how do we help support those projects um, by offering the, the most competitive rates we can. That's what I hear is business is very good investing in, in the sector. Yeah, and I think there's a, a lot to that. I, I, part of it is, um, and maybe something that that you've talked about before on the podcast is just the the, the increased flow of capital towards ESG investments more broadly, uh, green products in general. So there's a real demand for that kind of investment. But these projects and these companies do make good economic sense, um, and so uh, you know that's something that that. Um, 
you know, we, we see every day in, in the projects we're working on and the companies we're supporting is that these projects are able to both drive environmental benefits and uh, social benefits and economic benefits. And what are some of the biggest projects you've tackled to date, just to give an idea of like your, your some some of the bigger investments and what, what that looks like? Yeah, so generally, we're, we're providing capital to um, our loans in the range of three to 50 million. Um, we are able to support some smaller projects in, um, in that they are uh, aggregated or bundled projects. So uh, one example on that end of the spectrum is, um, you know, we've, we've provided financing to geo utility companies that provide heating and cooling as a service to subdivisions or condos. Some of those individual projects for residential uh, homes are, you know, 10 to $20,000, um, but we'll do a portfolio of 700 or, or 800 projects. Um, and then on the other end, you could have a single project that, um, that could require up to $50 million or more in, in financing. Beyond that, that size range, of course, we're happy to, to partner with other lenders. Um, and uh, where we're lending to a project, um, usually we're in the range of 50 to 80% of the capital cost of that project. And um, so those project sizes can be can be quite large in some cases. Um, generally speaking, we're we're trying to focus on the part of the market that's not uh, as well served by mainstream capital markets or financial institutions, um, either because the the projects are just a bit small for them. Uh, often, a hundred million is sort of a threshold, uh, sometimes even larger. Um, or in the case where the the technology or the business case might be considered uh, novel um, or at least novel in, in this market, but perhaps well-proven in other jurisdictions around the world. And, um, and we're happy to roll up our sleeves in those kinds of projects and, and bring them to life and, and demonstrate the effectiveness of them. Yeah, it's an interesting point because I really hear you guys are a really willing partner. And, and do you just bring finance or do you bring other services to bear, uh, I don't know, project management or maybe just like helping put the project team together or what, what do you bring to a project? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, the, the capital is certainly a huge, huge part of it. Um, and there's sort of two, two elements to that. One is that um, in any kind of project financing, we are bringing a level of due diligence to a project that we feel provides a service to that project owner or the end customer. So we're going to bring an independent engineering firm to review all the project technicals. We're going to review all the, all the economics of the project. Uh, we'll have legal counsel review all of the material project contracts and permits and, um, uh, and everything needed to make the project work. Um, as well as something as sort of seemingly mundane as insurance requirements, really, really important. Um, and so we'll have an independent insurance consultant review that project. So that's, that's sort of one, one bucket. And that's something we do on all of our investments. Um, the other is really, um, you know, we do have a, a wide range of partners. We do play within a broader ecosystem and um, it's not uncommon that we will um, help connect the dots between different actors in the, in a, in a given market to, um, to bring parties together that can enhance a project that can fill a gap either within the capital stack. Um, so between the senior lender and the equity, there's often other investors we can help uh, bring into a project or within the actual sort of technical or project delivery stack for lack of a better term. So bringing in uh, other groups we know of um, through past experiences um, to help, uh, you know, complete that project um, uh, complement. Yeah, I hear you've got quite the, the ecosystem to really bring someone in and connect them to who they need to connect to get to that next level. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's fairly unique in what we're doing in that um, you know we certainly have um, deep expertise in certain markets, but um, you know the fact that we do lend to such a broad range of types of energy technologies um, and do so right across the country has allowed us to really build up this exciting and, and powerful ecosystem of partners and and uh, and, and players, and um, you know that that grows every month. And it's really exciting to see what everyone is continuously uh, achieving and, and how we can support that um, with capital or, or through other means. And, and how does a project connect to that? Is it just a, you know, call the number up, talk to one of your reps and Hey, this is my project. And, and then you guys will start to see where they fit into the process. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you can certainly go to the website, um, and uh, submit a form there that will uh, trigger one of our team members uh, to reach out to you. Um, uh, and it often starts with a phone call and, and we just learn more about your organization, your project. Um, we see how we can help. Um, if it's maybe too early, we'll provide some feedback on what we'd like to see to, to get things kicked off. Um, if it's not a great fit, um, it's pretty rare. We'll just say no. We'll often say, um, well, here's how it could be a fit or here's someone that you, maybe you could reach out to, um, to find that fit. Perfect. And for the, um, the investment side of things, where, where does your capital come from? Who are your investors and how do people invest inside of this structure? So, um, so we're structured just like any, um, schedule one bank, um, uh, and, and we're regulated by, um, by the federal uh, regulators. Uh, we're also owned by Van City Credit Union. Um, and so they're a strong supporter of everything we're doing, especially on the clean energy side where uh, the credit union itself has made a net zero by 2040 commitment. Uh, and so we're looking to collaborate uh, on that. Um, another interesting element historically was uh, through Copower. So Copower I mentioned is where I started, got my start on the finance side of, of the clean energy market. And um, historically, Copower issued um, green bonds to retail and institutional investors as a unique source of capital. Um, and, uh, and that's always an option going forward. Um, so, uh, so but, but generally speaking, it's, it's the, the way a traditional Schedule One bank would be uh, capitalized and, and then deploying those funds. Okay. So, so for example, do you have any, uh, mutual funds or like, I'm just looking for the retail investor. How do they kind of get in the game? Right. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, VCIB itself is a commercial bank. So retail investors, uh, don't currently have opportunities, but certainly, um, commercial, uh, entities can, um, can come to us. We have a range of, of impact deposits, um, and, uh, things like GICs, all of which are impact oriented. So, we see this quite a bit where, um, you know, a business that is a B Corp or that is values based, um, you know, maybe is coming to us for a loan and then um, pretty quickly sees that they could also do their banking with us and be values aligned. Um, so we certainly can serve both sides of that coin. And what are some of the like projects that you have? I don't know if you can talk about the specifics, but what are some of the projects that you're working on right now that is coming down the pipe that uh, give us an example of the direct impact that's happening. Yeah. So one that we uh, recently announced is um, our first battery energy storage project. It's in partnership with STEM, a global leader in, in, uh, in battery storage projects. And um, 
AI machine learning based uh, uh, technology for battery uh, storage deployment. Um, so these projects are exciting. They, they're behind the meter uh, projects at large industrial facilities that um, will charge during low energy periods and discharge during high peak demand periods, um, which is when the electricity grid tends to be the most carbon intensive. So charge when it's uh, cheap and low carbon intensive, discharge when electricity is the most expensive and the most carbon intensive. And in addition to just that sort of basic component, um, those projects can provide a bunch of ancillary services to the grid um, around, uh, you know, other sort of capacity requirements, um, uh, other kinds of, uh, you know, power quality requirements. And, you know, what I think is exciting about that is that, um, you know, in- increasing energy storage and the flexibility of the grid um will uh, also allow for higher amounts of renewables to go onto the grid to balance that intermittence of things like solar and wind. Um, so we're really excited about that project, uh, planning to do many more like that across the country. Um, we've done quite a bit of work in the geothermal, geo exchange space, um, which is interesting because it's kind of a, a technology that's been around for a long time and been kind of under the radar. Um, We've seen a real ramp up of geo exchange in new builds, uh, multi-unit residential buildings, as well as subdivisions. So, so we'll provide financing to uh, geo exchange project developers. So think of a solar developer that will will sort of site, um, uh, develop, own, uh, and build um, build a project. That that's happening in the geo exchange space as well. So we'll provide that construction financing, and in some cases, the long term financing for those projects. Um, and a surprisingly large number of, of new uh, new buildings, even at places like downtown Toronto, a lot of the condo buildings going up are using geo exchange for heating and cooling. Um, and so there, the impact um, is really direct offset of natural gas for heating um, uh, and, and cooling. So that, that that's a pretty big GHG impact. Um, and um, another project we're working on, which is similar to GeoExchange in the technology, is a wastewater uh, energy transfer project. Uh, so we're working with Noventa Energy Partners and Toronto Western Hospital. Um, and this will be the largest wastewater energy transfer project in the world, um, which is kind of cool to say. Um, and really what the project does is it extracts thermal energy from uh, raw municipal wastewater in the sewer under the streets of Toronto and supplies 90% of the hospital's heating and cooling requirements, which directly reduces um, carbon emissions, in this case by uh, about a quarter of a million tons. So really, really high impact, um, just tapping into the the energy right under our feet. Um, and so those are some, some of the more sort of unique and exciting projects, but we continue to do lots of solar, so community-owned solar, rooftop solar, um, we've been doing a bunch of work just recently in particular around supporting indigenous ownership of renewable energy projects, something that uh, we're really uh, excited to do more of. Um, and, you know, every day it seems like a, a new lead comes in, um, something that's that's high impact, something that's really exciting. So um, certainly stay tuned to VCIB and, and you'll see lots of uh, exciting high impact projects coming down the pipe. That's really exciting. And what and how big? Just to get an idea, how big is VCIB in, in market capitalization, and how does that compare to the, the, the big ten banks? 
Yeah, so we're, we're certainly one of the, the smaller banks. We're not um, up there sort of with the big five. Um, I like to think we punch above our weight. Um, the credit union, our parent company, is the largest credit union in Canada um, and one of the largest, not the largest um, BC uh, uh, financial institution. Um, and so, um, you know, VCIB is still at its, at its earlier days of, of development. So we're certainly growing fast. Um, the bank itself has been around since 1997 as Citizens Bank of Canada, and it was only in 2017 that Van City rebranded it as a values-driven bank under the VCIB banner. And so uh, since 2017, we've been you know, really launching these sustainable finance products, um, building out the team with our specialties in, uh, in real estate, business lending, and, and clean energy finance. And where do you see the future going for yourself and for that 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 share that sustainable market? Well, you know, certainly that the market is growing incredibly fast. So um, I think there's a bit of right time at the right place and with the right um, people and and skills and products that will um, that will benefit us and the market. Um, you know, we're, we're really excited about the growth we're seeing across all these different clean technology markets, um, really right across the country. Um, and we really, um, you know, we want to be the, the go-to um, sustainable finance organization. So if you're working on a project um, that is reducing carbon emissions, uh, we'd love to be your first call. And uh, we've likely got a product and a solution for you. Um, so uh, certainly as the market grows, uh, we will too. Um, we've, uh, we've never been busier in the last five years. I've been involved in clean energy finance. We've never had more projects on our plate. Um, never had so many projects that drive such deep emissions reductions and so many projects that have um, such incredible scale-up potential. And that's something that we are really focused on is, you know, there's there's, there's projects out there that are really great as one-offs. Um, and in some cases, that's important. Um, and we're happy to look at those. Um, we're also really excited by projects that have true scale potential. So can this first project become uh 50 across the country and you know can this 10 million dollar project become a billion of similar projects across the country and and beyond um and i think uh as governments as corporations as municipalities across the, the country and and all levels of government really start to um really action on these net zero commitments we're going to see this market continue to grow um and then similar to what we've seen in, in, in other clean energy spaces like solar, the cost of these solutions will continue to come down as deployment goes up. And it really becomes a, um, a really nice positive feedback loop, a snowball effect. And it's, it's a trend. And, and I hear it continuing that whole growth and, and more people really turning to it, tuning into what's going on. And, and just to get an idea, like I, I hear your focus. Now, what have you seen from the other banks? Are they starting to get into this market? Are they... Uh, getting more interested, or has there been movement from them as well towards this direction of financing? Yeah, I think there's there's continuous movement towards this direction. Um, a lot of the big banks have been financing um, some of the more traditional renewables like wind and solar and hydro for for a long time now. Um, Canada's pension funds and life co's have been leaders in that space as well. Um, they tend to focus on the very large projects, um, and so. Uh, areas around sort of distributed generation have been, I think, underserved. Um, and that's certainly where we can make a, a huge impact. You know, I think financial institutions of all size are seeing that this is both a market opportunity and an imperative, really. 
suite of products that that banks are starting to offer uh, across the commercial and retail space is, is really exciting. Uh, even our credit union uh, parent company, Van City, is, has the uh, PlanetWise program for home energy retrofits that have uh, carbon reducing uh, impacts. So, um, so that's that's exciting to see too. That's great. And what would you like to see uh, in the future? What what are you looking for? Who do you want to partner? I definitely heard that you're looking for projects, but are you also looking for more investors or more funds? And what would you like to see happening? Yeah, I mean, we're really looking to to grow the ecosystem and grow within that ecosystem. So we're always looking for um, project developers uh, who or, or uh, end sort of asset owners, be that building owners or uh, infrastructure owners, um, communities. Uh, so we're starting to see more interest from municipalities uh, in particular. Um, so really anyone who's looking to get a project off the ground and, and is looking for capital solutions to do that, we're, we'd, we'd love to hear from them. Um, and then I think there's, you know, really an interesting convergence around these different technologies too, that we're starting to get excited about seeing. So, um, if you have, you know, storage plus solar projects is, is sort of a becoming an increasingly common example of that, um, where in the past that would be considered separate initiatives, we're starting to see that combination. Um, and you're seeing that in, in uh, the case of, of buildings too. So an energy retrofit that has um, water, natural gas, electricity components, and maybe they're also installing some renewables and they're also installing EV chargers. Um, so those projects that, that, that bring together and integrate multiple technologies are really exciting. Um, but if you've got a big solar project or a you know, big hydro project, we're interested in those as well. Um, and, uh, and, and certainly our other departments and, and, and teams around commercial real estate, business lending, um, uh, banking services, deposits, they're all looking to, um, to also support the, the growth in the, in the ecosystem around uh, values-based organizations. Um, so, so we're really uh, doors wide open. Uh, we're, we're keen to have conversations. We're keen to use those tools of finance to, to support a sustainable tomorrow. And if that aligns um, or, or sort of connects with you, then we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I hear the, the future is bright and uh, business is good. So thank you very much for sharing what you guys are up to and acknowledge you for the leadership you guys are really bringing in the Canadian financial market. And it's definitely badly needed. So it's like, great to see someone's leading the charge out there. Yeah, th thank you. And, and we're happy to do that and, um, and keen to keep doing it. Well, thank you for being my guest. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Check us out at www.futureproof-network.com to hear our other episodes, links to our YouTube channel, and to join our Future Proof Business Network. See you again in our next episode.